Good morning. Another beautiful day here. Spring has arrived. I got to tell you, I love this time of year. Could probably do without the allergies, right? But anyway, <laughs> hey, this is Jimmy Williams, your host this morning on Live a Life by Design. I uh, want to reach out and hope my co-host of the most, Lori Few, is doing well. She uh, had something very, very important. Very, it's, it's something she just couldn't wait to do and had to do immediately. I think that is far more important than being on this podcast. Uh, something about either washing her hair or watching the news or some important task like that. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. We miss Lori. She'll be back with us next week here on Live a Life by Design. But it's truly an honor to spend a few minutes with you each week sharing a positively powerful message that hopefully will help you live a life on your own terms. It is such a great topic that I'm discussing with you today. We're in an election season, you know, here in the United States, we have what are called the midterms coming up, starting in June, the primaries, and then in November, of course, the general elections. So every two years, we have elections of a great magnitude in this country with the representatives and senators whose uh, positions are up for vote. And um, you don't hear a lot of humility this time of year. So I want to talk a little bit this morning and share with you some great stories of how you can crush your big, hairy, audacious goals while yet remaining humble. And so for the next few minutes, this is my goal is that you're going to do great things. You're going to have the goals you set back in January are going to be accomplished, but they're going to be accomplished with a degree of humility that others wish and are attracted to your success. Humility, though, is it's such a valuable personality trait that Benjamin Franklin, one of the founders of our great country, included humility as his 13th and final virtue to self-improvement. This was suggested by a friend of his. He had only had 12, and he was so thankful for these 12, and if you would, the word proud would be used that he shared his 12 virtues of life that he wished to live to set a focus on how his behavior would be as an example to others. And he read these 12 out to one of his friends. And as he read them, the friend was gaining the understanding that perhaps um, Mr. Franklin could use one more virtue. He said, those are all great virtues. Perhaps after you're through bragging on them, you might want to include one more. And Franklin asked, well, which would that be? And he said, how about humility? Touche, right? That is the one that really helped Benjamin Franklin in life because he had accomplished so much and remained so humble during his lifetime. His definition was a good one as well. He said humility to him was to imitate Jesus and Socrates. Very short, but understandably a powerful definition. Well, as you may know, I am a voracious reader. I love to read. One of my favorite genres is biographical. I love to study successful people from all parts of the globe to learn their positive traits that empowered them to achieve greatness in their own time while avoiding the trappings that caused them setbacks while in pursuit of their goals. One of the best leaders of the past 200 years 
strictly on the Jimmy scale here, was Sir Winston Churchill. You've heard me speak of him many times. His story just simply fascinates me of all that he was to accomplish from a man whose own father and school teacher said he would never amount to anything worthwhile. He was unable to sit still and study. His self-deprecating humor and lack of hubris helped him lead the United Kingdom through the most destructive period of recent decades. Yes, World War II. Many may not know that Churchill was very wealthy during his time as prime minister, but became so cash-strapped in years after he left office, or should I say was voted out of office, that he had to sell his ancestral home to the government to even sustain a place for himself to live. He recreated his lost income, though, through numerous books that he had written that were bestsellers, paintings that he had himself created and his speaking honorariums for those around the world that wished to hear the man of greatness that was so humble in doing so. To reflect his humility to the world, he stated, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Whew, man, that just gives me chills listening to it. You see, the beauty of this statement is the fact that you are working so hard, providing for your family, trying to do the best you can with the skills you currently have while growing more skills to gain even better value in the marketplace. And there is not one iota of wrongfulness in doing so. As a matter of fact, I encourage you to be the best, biggest, and boldest person you can be. Take whatever course, listen to whatever audio you must to gain more skills, practice greater disciplines to gain your value that you can bring to the marketplace. You see, his statement alone about making a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give, that alone exhibits tremendous humility in the life of Churchill, who as someone who fought against Nazism and tyrants of all types, had earned the right, if anyone had, to brag a little on his accomplishments. But he let others brag for him, and history has proven it right that he was a most humble leader. Another of my favorite quotes is, Humility is a virtue, timidity is an illness, by Jim Rohn. When we grow as a person, our mindset and confidence should be more mature to acknowledge our growth, but not in a manner that yields boasting. It is often the person that has accomplished the most that goes unnoticed by the crowd that is now staring at the individual who is making the most noise in the room, but impacting the fewest lives for their own growth. In simple terms to me, people seek out the knowledgeable and humble leaders who exhibit greatness in their actions and not only their words. As my dad often said, talk is cheap. <laughs> it's easier to talk a good game than it is to put in the time on the court and prove to the millions watching that you are a great athlete. 
Of course, I'm talking about number 23. And I'll tell you how great he is. You only need to say his number and people will know immediately. I know that man representing that number. Michael Jordan, world famous basketball player, never forgot his humble beginnings in basketball. Now, his life in North Carolina wasn't one as humble as some of these basketball greats of today and of the past. He had a very stable family. And he had the opportunity to enjoy sports and had a nice, safe home to study in. So his grades were decent, but I'm not certain if the story is true, but Michael had been reported that he failed to make the roster of his high school basketball team, his sophomore year, the time of humility for him forged him a burning intensity to become the best basketball player in the world. Hours and hours each day practicing the game, and he continued to remain humble even after winning numerous NBA MVP awards. Still to this day, in 2022, he is held to be one, if not the, greatest NBA basketball player of all time. He was asked what made him such a great competitor in basketball and life. His response is pure humility for someone that had accomplished so much, whose net worth is unparalleled in the world of sports. He said this, I've missed more than nine thousand shots in my career i've lost almost 300 games 26 times i've been trusted to take the winning game shot and missed i've failed over and over in life i can accept failure everyone fails at something but i can't accept not trying Whew. that is powerful MJ, as he affectionately is called, is someone who always believed that if the wall were in front of him, there was no backwards to his stance. It was merely over, under, or around it that he would find a way. This is the type of person that not only shares his greatness with others, Michael Jordan has gifted millions and millions and tens of millions of dollars to charity over his career, and he's still worth millions more but the humility he gained at an early age when failure was recognized in that sophomore year i believe planted a seed in him that has to this day continued to produce the fruit of humility his humble attitude after winning the mvp award was shown on that court humility you see is not a common trait sought in today's leaders. Too often you listen for just only a few moments to a political leader, or you listen to just a few moments of a world stage leader, and you will hear more braggadocia than you hear accomplishment. Bragging about oneself does nothing for the listener except confirm the weakness and lack of true accomplishment by the speaker. I have been fortunate to be recognized in my profession many times. It is an honor to be awarded recognition. 
In each of the acceptance speeches, I did my best to be humble and thankful to all of those who contributed to the recognition being received. My Compass Capital Management Team, my family, my colleagues, the leadership of the granting organization, and others. We are not great for the sake of simply being great. We should strive to be great in helping others achieve their very best, and then them reciprocating to others to continue the chain of serving in a humble mindset. This week, your challenge is simply this. We offer a difficult challenge for many of us and that we wish for you to examine your words, actions, and thoughts this week to gauge your level of humility. Were there opportunities to be humble in which you missed the mark? You can be the one person that achieves greatness in your community and remains very humble in the process. Go ahead. Live your life by design. You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company, all rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley. Thank you.